Yo, monkeys, it's me, P-P-P, the king of bada beans, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. And you, well, you, monkey, you're with on the S&S Network. Stay tuned or you will feel Big Daddy Cool Diesel slash Kevin Nash. You're listening on the SNS Radio Network. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. And you're listening on the SNS Radio Network. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. This is Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels, Mr. Hall of Fame 2011. And you are listening on SNS Radio Network. See ya. And I wouldn't want to be here. Hey, you listen on the SNS Network, and that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. The world is listening. Gee, I hope nobody is taping this. Five, four, three, two, one. This is the open book. Yes! 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 What? Your one-stop audio library for all things entertainment, video games, and the open book he fed. Tell me, he didn't just say that. What? I know how to push your buttons too. I see everything you're going to do from a mile away. With your host, the sensational sequel, Sean. Spider-Pig, Spider-Pig, does whatever a Spider-Pig does. Can he swing from a web? No, we can't. He's a pig. Look out, he is a Spider-Pig. And Ashley is my name. I admire your luck, Mr. Bond, 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 Bond. James Bond. The lesson is about to begin. Here's Sean and Ashley. Did you see that coming? It's time! What? Wish you the best, but fuck you. 
What is up, people? It's me, Sensational Spoiler, Sensational Sequel, Sensational Sean, excuse me about that. Um, and you're here with The Open Book live right here on the SNS Radio Network. And tonight, it's a bit of a shorter show than usual uh, due to the fact that I do have uh, some work-related uh, things going down. Uh, the big thing is we're probably going to go about an hour and, a, hour and 15 minutes because I have to be at work at 0600 in the morning. So I kind of need to get some sleep tonight. So we're probably going 1215 my time. So we'll definitely have to find out what's going to happen there. Because uh, I know we tend to go normally a little bit longer than that. But uh, definitely we're cutting out the wrestling. So we're definitely going to have some fun with the video games, entertainment. We're going to talk a little bit about something I've got, I'm have got. i working on right now. But before we go any further, let me bring on my co-host. He is the British Bastard. Ashley is his name. What's up, man? Not a lot. Just getting... I'm trying to relax, I guess. But you can never relax when you're trying to go to a gaming convention and you haven't got everything ready and you're panicking even though there's a month to go. Yeah, that's... uh. That's usually how things go. I definitely know definitely know where you're coming from on that. Um, so as I said, we're skipping the wrestling segment, but I do want to bring something up uh, before I uh, before we were, t- they were talking about the fantasy football thing. I made a, I made a comment in the chat room about a fantasy wrestling week, and I've a lot of people have a lot of pretty, pretty much a lot of people have said that it's going to be impossible for me to pull off. Due to the fact of a few certain things. Guess what? I pretty much got the entire scoring thing down pat. Um, I've pretty much figured out a lot of stuff. The only thing I have not done is opened it up to who I wanted to pull in for the league. And pretty much sent the whole thing to JJ. Which will take place uh, here in a few weeks. Because I, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it like a full season. I'm going to basically start Survivor Series. Or the week of Survivor Series or pretty much the pay-per-view after, uh, right after Hell in a Cell, uh, which is coming up in two months. So pretty much we'll start after Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, go all the way up to WrestleMania, and end it in the first season there. Uh, scoring is going to be pretty crazy. I've got a lot of stuff, different things, uh, a lot of different scenarios that could possibly play out. So we'll definitely have to see. Uh, so, I mean, I, it's looking pretty cool, and I'm hoping that I can f- get a good number of uh, people involved in this. And uh, definitely hope to have a lot of fun. I know that I'm going to definitely be throwing myself in there. I'm possibly going to uh, open it up first to the host of the network. Uh, anybody who's jumping in, co-host the network, you can play too, Ashley. Don't worry. And uh, stuff like that. So we'll definitely have to see where I go with this. Uh, I'm looking very forward to possibly trying this out on the network, seeing how it goes. And hopefully it goes great. So we'll have to see. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how Trey's WNL Fantasy Football League goes. So with that, let's jump straight into our news. Or Anything you want to talk about before we jump into this? Um, not really. Overall thoughts on SummerSlam was it was a good show. I think that's all that needs to be said because we don't want to go too in-depth. So yeah, let's jump gaming. Well, go ahead. I'm going to let you, I'm gonna throw it over to you so I can go pull up everything else that I need. Yeah. I'm guessing that's going to be related to something else to do with wrestling, but you know what that is, people out there. Uh, One story that kind of disturbed me that came out earlier this week was EA were actually selling weapons for charity. 
what was happening is they were taking weapons that are going to be featuring in the new Medal of Honor Warfighter game and to raise proceeds for like veterans, charities and funds and all that, they were taking the weapons from the game, basically making them and selling them for a charity auction. And then people were very keen on going, hang on, you're auctioning these weapons, which are all, especially with the fact that the knives and the blades, like the tomahawks, are actual proper weapons which could be used in real life. We're not comfortable with this. Why don't you instead do a percentage of all the profits you make on the game and give that to the charities instead? So after people have noticed that, EA have now pulled that and they've pretty much followed their way and that a certain percentage of the proceeds will be going to the veterans. Which makes sense because, you know, I don't want some crazed person going, I'm buying all this for half a million dollars and then I'm going on a killing spree. Because if that, you know, I don't, I'm guessing weapons aren't that freely available in America, are they, Sean? What was the question? I'm sorry. Weapons aren't that freely available in America. Uh, I don't want to say yes, they are, but uh, it depends on really what you're looking for more so than anything else. There's a black market. There's a black market like there is with every country. So, I mean, you can get anything off the black market, unfortunately. Um, I really can't believe I just said that on air. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know whether EA is black market or... Technically, it could be because they didn't make the game black, but you know that's a pun in itself. But nobody got that. That's that's not on the level of Bronx, but it's close. Next, wait, um, wait. Isn't there? Don't we have a special liner for him <laughs> for that one? Isn't there one that we we were going to use for Bronx, but we can't use that one anymore? No. Brassai. Just get a poster one lined up. I guess not. No we'll one's impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, okay. There we go. I like it. Postal for the win. Um, now, the other big thing that's gone over the last couple of days is free, con- free continuous days of GTA Five screenshots, which is interesting because we barely heard anything from it since that trailer and the couple of pieces of artwork that they showed last month. What they've shown so far is motorcycles, sweet cars... F-16-like air fighter things, parachuting, tennis courts, which look ridiculously detailed, dirt biking, and then the ones that were released today were of the police pursuing you in whatever vehicle. Now, there was one story I also saw, which I don't want to say is definitely true, but one of the retailers in the UK has apparently been told GTA 5 is coming out in late November. Now, I don't know whether I want to believe that, but I could see that it's certainly credible for Rockstar, because I think Rockstar want to try and be Apple, in that sense, in which, here's this game, look how awesome it is. By the way, it's coming out in six weeks. Which is feasible, because I don't. there's no real big killer game coming out towards the end of November, so it's got a window there. Because I know, obviously, early November is Call of Duty and all that, and December... Biggest game coming out to end of 
November is Assassin's Creed 3. No, that's coming out October. That's Halloween. For y'all, it might be. No, according to Amazon, it's the end of October. December is when Far Cry 3 is coming out. Far Cry 3 is December 4th, if I remember correctly. So there's just about a week's window where there's nothing huge, I think, because the other games, like Halo's November, Dishonored, I think, is November. I was thinking um, PC version, sorry. Uh, November 20th is when it comes out for PC. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, but console-wise, that's a pretty clear gap, so it's possible, but I'll believe it when I see it, to be quite honest. I mean, what's your thoughts on the screenshots, if you've managed to catch them, Sean? The screenshots, they look amazing. I, I love the screenshots. They're definitely showing off a lot more than they would, what normally they would. I'm kind of wondering if it's all to stem from the post that was made earlier um June, I believe, when somebody actually said, hey, we haven't heard anything from you guys for a while. How about something? And then they posted five screenshots. So I'm wondering if this might have stemmed from that, the fact that they're actually getting ready to announce the, the release date uh, here soon. I'm not sure, but I don't agree uh, with your theory, unfortunately. Uh, you're th- I can see them doing different things, uh, but I don't see them bringing it out before... I don't see them bringing it out before spring. Yeah, uh, They've got to bring it out in the final parts of spring. Uh, May May seems to be their month. May seems to be Rockstar's month. So I definitely see it in May, possibly, I don't know, 15th, 20th, on, on, a, on, on, a, weird, on a weird day. So I can definitely see them doing that. But like I said, May is Rockstar's month. So... It's got to be in May. Yeah, and it's although they want to release it apparently before the end of the financial year, which would be end of March next year. It's already looking packed for the early part of next year because you've got Metal Gear Rising and Bioshock and Dead Space Three. Yeah, I mean the release window they're looking at if they're possibly going to try it. It it's getting. Bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, there's more games coming out in the beginning of next year because everyone knows Christmas is done. You've got holiday seasons coming up. You've got Easter. You've got Valentine's Day. I mean, these are holidays that we celebrate big in America by buying something for somebody. So it's one of those things where people may go out and buy it for their loved ones, uh, wives buying it for their husbands, husbands buying it for their wives, stuff like that. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that could go down possibly won't because a lot of companies are trying to get their money uh make some money before the before the uh year is up pretty much yeah speaking of people wanting to buy things uh, we and nintendo have confirmed that there will be some kind of wii u event happening in new york in a couple of weeks on september the 13th which is and it's going to be reggie there and everybody which is making everybody think that's when they're going to announce the release date. Possibly worldwide, I'm not sure. I know there is a, one of those Nintendo Direct videos supposed to be coming out before then, but that might just tell people what the Japanese schedule is because I don't think they're at the Tokyo Game Show for some bizarre reason. 
obviously Microsoft aren't there because Xbox isn't the key market in Japan. It's kind of Sony obsessed or Japanese obsessed, certainly. It's understandable because it's Japan. But, yeah, and then again, I've heard rumors about the console coming out December. I've heard Black Friday. I've heard, like, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, if they're really pushing it. If they're I've, heard, I've heard and seen release dates for November 14th or some things, but that's neither here nor there. All, all I know is Amazon's going crazy on them on the pre-orders now. Well, it all depends on what games, because there's some games that do have, that have kind of been release date authorized, uh, authorized, excuse me, that's the word I was looking for, um, because a lot of companies are saying, yeah, you know, these games are coming out this day. Well, how do you know this? Well, we can't really tell you. Uh, yeah. Why can't you tell me? Just don't worry about it. If I tell you, you'll have I'll have to kill you. That kind of thing. Pretty much, and I'm taking a look at the Amazon because I do want to see if there's something on here that I'm not. So I kn- yeah, I know one of the games on Amazon because I was getting trying to get a list up of games and their releases. One Wii U game that is pretty big is supposed to be coming out like December the eighth or something like that, which isn't because most of the Wii U games are dated for the end of a year, whereas that one seems to have a Stonewall date. Which, makes Which one is think, that one? Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Because December 31st is a uh, what's called a placeholder. Uh, pretty much, yeah. they're always games are given those dates so that they can hold the place. I do want to know what the, what's the deal with the prices because I'm seeing some games priced for 59.96. I'm seeing other games priced for a hundred dollars. So I'm really hoping that's a placeholder price. If not, something's wrong. Some of them are probably coming with a second Wii U screen. Even even so, you don't want to price your games at $100 because then nobody will buy them. Well, it depends how much the console is. And that's another oh. thing that we're going to have to find out. Here we go. This is what I was looking for. Ben 10 Omniverse. It's priced for 40 bucks. The release date, November 20th, 2012. November 20th, 2012, for Rise of the Guardians, the video game. I mean, there's games that are pri- uh, street-dated. Uh, Family Party 30 Games, uh, November- December 4th. With respect with the Ben 10 and the Guardian, the what was it? Uh, Guardians of the Universe? Guardians Rise of the, of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. The, both of those are mega multi-platform. They're pretty much on everything. Well, Whereas that's I think the, the family game night is f- only Wii U. Well, that's the thing. You bring that up, but uh, going back down here, the Rise of the Guardians, release date for all consoles is November 20th, except for the Wii U. Oh, wait, I take that back. There it is right there. I thought it said December. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe placeholder. Maybe uh, not a placeholder. Maybe it's the, release, the street dates. Yeah, we'll have to see. Now, one of the things that's broken in the last few hours is the whole thing between Apple and Samsung, because I might as well do a bit of tech news, because I think we reported a few weeks back that in the British press, because of the Apple-Samsung debacle over who copied who, Apple had to run adverts for at least a year 
saying that Samsung didn't copy them or something like that. They have to have it advertised on their website at least for the next six months. Then in South Korea, which is the country where Samsung is based, they basically went, screw both of you, and now you can't buy any Apple or Samsung products in the country. Uh, And now in America, we have them siding pretty much with America. And that Apple has to be paid by Samsung $1.05 billion for infringing patents. Which is, you know, that's quite a bit of money. But I would say that, but I think also this week Apple was confirmed to be the richest company ever at about $530 billion. Which puts it higher than Microsoft, and put well puts it probably higher than the entire economy of the world nearly. But the, the tech stuff aside, that's that will keep going on. Every single country will go. We're siding. You'll get countries in the Pacific just going. We're siding with Samsung, basically because we want free stuff from Samsung. I don't know. Sad news this week came when Sony Liverpool the creators or the guys that worked or the studio that was Signosis that worked on Wipeout, that's been shut down with immediate effect and the staff, I believe, are being either laid off or put into other Sony product projects that are happening over the UK, which is a shame because Wipeout was a brilliant game. Even the one that just came out for the Vita, I thought was pretty good when I got to play it back in February at the special event that happened for it so it's it's a shame to see them go because I'm thinking of I think I don't know whether we've got it featured but one of the songs that we did have scheduled was one of the songs that was on the soundtrack which I believe was the first video game soundtrack to be released properly about 15 years ago and it goes for pretty hefty money on eBay and all that now, here's one game that you may remember us talking about a couple of months back. Curiosity. This is the game from Peter Molyneux, the guy who did Black and White, the guy who did the movies, the guy who did Theme Park and Fable. Probably most of you will more recognize. This Curiosity thing, it's supposed to be this break inside a cube, which you could play on anything, including iPhones and iPads and tablets in which you tap the thing and when somebody breaks it open they see what's inside it and nobody else does which is going to have DLC where there's going to be like one pickaxe which costs $50,000 and there's going to be other pickaxes that are worth 10 cents so basically it's just it's, it's a game but it's also a kind of money scheme well, not just my scheme, it's also an experiment to basically see, it, it's kind of like a sore thing. How far are you willing to go to try and get whatever is inside the cube? We'll see. Are you willing to spend $50,000 to get the best weapon, in, well, not be, the best device to break open the cube in the game? Someone's, someone's going to do it. I mean, as soon as they do it, Everybody's going to say, I mean, it's going to be somebody 
who owns who has money. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to say some kid's just going to go spend fifty thousand dollars, break it open, and then Apple's pretty much going to have to pay them back because the, the parents didn't realize. Oh, my son bought this. I didn't mean to. Uh, no, that's not how this is going to go. Yeah. Well, uh, that's been delayed until well, it was supposed to be coming out, I believe, sometime this month, but it's now been delayed to next month, and also it's now having to be called Curiosity. What's inside the cube? Because they can't call it Curiosity due to that thing that landed on Mars. Which was probably called uh, The Watch. I don't know. Uh, Final bit of news from me before we get to the WWE 13 stuff that Sean's got. Spoilers. Battlefield 3, the number of actual uh, dice servers that are being enabled for people to play on online has quadrupled this is partially just because people have wanted more official servers because of the private ones and some of the wrangle that that people have with them and also because the premium edition i believe is coming out either this coming tuesday or next tuesday for the american market so they think they may be seeing an upturn in people wanting to get the edition with all the dlc included in it so that's my side. Sean, should we talk WWE 13? Or at least a little bit. Well, before we jump into that, I do, want, I do have two stories here with me um, okay. that I do want to bring up. First one is one territory in Australia can purchase our 18-plus games. Uh, the Australian Capital Territory this morning became the first state or territory to pass the R18-plus law in Australia, basically allowing them to sell uh, pretty much M-rated games in Australia. So it's a good bit of news for Australia. Now we've got to just wait for the other four or five. Ever how many territories there, are, there is in Australia. Um, Star Wars uh, Knights of the Old Republic has uh, 2 has basically come out on uh, Steam. Uh, it has been released uh, as of this week, if I remember correctly, and I think was $20. So if you have been waiting for it to come out, do go get it, and I'm wrong. I actually just pulled up my Steam. It's ten bucks. So oh wow! Ten bucks if you want to play Nice Del Republic Two Sith Lords. It's definitely worth the money. I'd go check it out. And one more thing, uh, I was going through one of my websites, and I got linked to a por- por- uh, Portugal website. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what the name of this thing is, but I had to translate it right quick because it said GTA release date. So I was like, okay. Uh, basically, it's there's an update on top of it, but apparently it does say date of November 23rd. There you go. But, uh, that's the date that I've seen. But it was then said that it is a date waiting. It's basically a placeholder date. So it's not the correct date. Yeah. So take that with what you want to take it with. Because uh, so, it's kind of interesting to see that basically get published and then all of a sudden come around uh, that's interesting apparently Rare wants to make Killer Instinct 3 but, yeah, but Microsoft, Microsoft says does. no yeah. yep. Microsoft wants to keep Rare right where they are no no going out making there making Kinect sports <laughs> that's right. hey they're good games Adults, yeah but uh, for the diehard fans they're like Rare wants to do it we want it why are Microsoft being such bitches? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because they released their new logo this week. Who knows? 
No, right. I mean, I've, I've got no problems with the new logo. The, the, the new logo doesn't look that bad. I mean, it's the first logo in 25 years. Yeah. Here is the square window. It doesn't look that bad, like I said. it kind of It's just the square instead of the whole 3D style that they did have. But now people, are, other other companies are going to start making new logos too, probably. WWE 13, Ken and Shamrock. What the fuck? Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, let's do jump into some WWE 13. I mean, let's go through the roster right quick. Um, we'll start with Raw. Uh, first off, you got Raw, which is uh, Big Show, Brock Lesnar, Chris Jericho, CM Punk, David Otunga, Dolph Ziggler, Epico, Jack Swagger, John Cena, John Laurinaitis. Okay. Uh, Kane, Kofi Kingston, The Miz, Primo, Santino Morella, The Rock, R-Truth, Triple H, Zack Ryder. Pretty much everyone I expected except for John Laurinaitis. <laughs> yeah. Um, SmackDown roster. Alberto Del Rio, Booker T, Brutus Clay, Christian, Cody Rhodes, uh, Damian Sendow, who is DLC, Daniel Bryan, The Great Khali, Heath Slater, Hunico, Jinder Mahal, Justin Gabriel, Mark Henry, 2012 edition, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Seamus Sankara, Ted DiBiase Jr., Triple H, The Undertaker, and Wade Barrett. Those are for the basically current generation of WWE superstars. Now here's the list that I definitely want to read off. The Attitude Era uh, roster, which can be used in any match in the game. Any match basically outside of Attitude Era, you can use these wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Starting off, we have Animal, Big Boss Man, who I am very excited to say to see in a WWE game because I want to I want to use the Night Sick. I really do. Uh, Big Show, Attitude Era, Billy Gunn, Bradshaw, Bret Hart, British Bulldog, another one I'm also very happy to see. Cactus Jack, Chris Jericho, Attitude Era, Christian, Attitude Era, Dude Love, Eddie Guerrero. Edge, Attitude Era, Farouk, who I'm also very happy to see in, Godfather, Hawk, Hunter Hearst Hemsley, Kane, Attitude Era, Ken Shamrock, Mankind, Mankind, Mark Henry, Attitude Era, Mike Tyson, who is a pre-order exclusive, Mr. McMahon, Root Dog, Jesse James, The Rock, Attitude Era, Shane McMahon, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, Triple H, Attitude Era, the Undertaker, Attitude Era, Bader, and X-Pac. Uh, there's a f- few legends well, that have Stone been... Cold. Uh, I said Stone Cold, didn't I? I? Think, yeah. Uh, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold. Think, yeah, but there's a couple of others, isn't there? There's a few but legends that have been There was been a couple yet. of others in the roster, weren't there? What do you think. mean? Well, JBL's in it. Well, if hold on. Oh, oh. Legends. Edge, JBL, John Cena, Dr. Thugnomics, Attire, and Kevin Nash. Oh, okay. That being classes. Le- okay, I'm getting swerved. They're being added on. Just, just hold your horses. Uh, Divas, Alicia Fox, Beth Phoenix, Brie Bella, <sighs> Eve, Kelly Kelly, Karma, Nikki Bella, Lita, AJ Lee as DLC. But there's also Attitude Era Divas. Lita, Attitude Era. Stephanie McMahon, and Trish Stratus. That is, so far, the confirmed list of roster for WWE 13. 
Yeah, if you look at the whole list, that's 35, uh, 49, 59, 69, about 82 characters confirmed, and two of them are DLC. And the funny thing is, there's still a question mark box. Yeah, well, they've still got plenty more DLC to mention. I think they're hiding somebody, and I think that person may be Kurt Angle. I don't oh, think they're going to fully announce him. Is this what you're holding on to? <laughs> no, it's not. I think it's going to be somebody completely random. So It'll be I'm probably sure. somebody current. Well, I don't know. Could I mean, be Ryback. Uh, Ryback has already been said as uh, DLC. Yeah, but I think that could be... He could be there, because then the second DLC, I guess, would be more Divas, because Layla isn't there. And Natalia isn't there, and I think they could be added to the second DLC, and the third one will be added Legends. I'm not sure. We'll definitely have to see, but uh, it's interesting that we did talk about this because also what has been officially confirmed basically from trailers and images that have been uh, added, the modern era arenas that we're going to see is the Monday Night Raw, Friday Night Smackdown, Extreme Rules 2012, over the Limit 2011, Money in the Bank 2011, SummerSlam 2011, Hell in a Cell 2011, Night of Champions 2011. I'm pretty sure we're going to see WrestleMania, all of the main, all of the main places from last year. We're going to see all of them. Uh, see Royal Rumble 2012, WrestleMania, uh, No Way Out 2012. Um, we're going to see all of the ones that basically we're able to add from this year up until probably. What was the pay-per-view after Extreme Rules? Over the Limit. We'll probably see... Well, we, saw, we got Over the Limit 2011. So everything up to Extreme Rules. So yeah. we'll definitely have some more. Uh, but the cool thing is, Attitude Era Arenas. Raw is yeah. War 1997. Raw is War 1998. WrestleMania 14. Survivor Series 1998. St. Valentine's, Valentine's Day Massacre in your house. Unforgiven in your house. King of the Ring, 1998. One night only. England, 1997. Yay! So pretty much this entire list, all both lists have come from the IGN WWE 13 wiki. If you get a chance, go check it out. It's definitely got a lot of stuff on there. That's going to be very interesting um, for everyone who wants to take a read. So something I definitely that very, something that was very cool as well. Sorry, Sean, was the fact that you're going to have main matches and side matches. You'll play a side match to get to a main match. So let's say for WrestleMania 15, which is, I think, the final mode in the Attitude Era storyline, before you do Stone Cold versus The Rock, you might do the Hell in a Cell with Undertaker and... Um, Undertaker Big and Boss Big Man. Boss Man. Or you might do one of the other pre-events. I think that's why Shamrock's in. Because the feud he had with Rock for the IC title in '98. That would be very interesting. I'm um, I'm looking forward to this. This uh, I'm looking forward to this game. It's one of those games that's definitely making me very happy. And the funny thing is, it comes out the same day if I remember correctly. This is Assassin's Creed. So I have two games I have to pick up on the same day, and one thankfully, of them is getting thrown to the side. Thankfully, thankfully in Europe, thanks to Assassin's Creed getting a worldwide release date. We get a free day delay. 
because Assassin's Creed is definitely Tuesday. WWE is the Friday. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I'm very happy that I don't. I'm going to throw Assassin's Creed three to the side. That's a definite. I'm not going to play it just yet. I'm going to throw it to the side uh, and play it probably a couple of days after. You'll play the Vita version instead. I I'm definitely going to play the Vita version. I'm play. I'm getting the Vita version of uh, Assassin's Creed. I'm getting the Vita version of Call of Duty. I'm going to pick up uh, both copies of PlayStation All Stars because I get to buy one. I'll get the other for free. Yeah, so, make I mean, sure you buy the PS3 one, or else you don't get the V. You don't buy the Vita one and get the PS1 free. The PS3 no, you one. You do. You do. Oh, is it? It's both. Yep. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. You get. You buy one. You get the other. You buy. You buy the PS3. You get the Vita version. You buy the Vita version. You get the PS3 one. Uh, we actually had a conversation about that. That work uh, yesterday. So Sweet. it's definitely one of those things. And by the way, uh, for everyone who's who's kind of wondering, uh, I'm not going to GameStop in the morning. I'm going to my library position, my library job. So, yeah, just one of those things. So um, with that, anything else you want to uh, talk about before we throw it to break real quick? Um, don't know if there was – I can't think there's anything else WWE 13 related that I wanted to mention. Off of, I can't think – there's nothing off the top of my head. I might, we might have to quickly go back to it after I come back if I remember in the break. But no, we'll go to a break and get some movie news and hopefully some phone calls before we got to get out of here. Yeah, because we've got about uh, 30 minutes left, so we'll definitely throw it to uh, a break. Uh, Brassai, hopefully he's still awake from li- listening to us talk, and uh, we'll catch you guys here in a few minutes. and every midweek with Chuck W and each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. The SNS Radio Network gets in the ring and starts running the ropes. When I watch, I, okay, I, I caught SmackDown again. I caught, she, I skipped Sheffield's gimmick, and I couldn't help but to think that his new gimmick, 
sounds like an Arby's uh, roast beef sandwich. Join Brian Maverick Bertrand and Chris Kelly from HeadlockSandlines.com as they talk about every random thing going on within the WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor, and the NorCal Independency. Running the Ropes also features interviews with stars from the past. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. Present. What's going on, this is Kazarian. And this is the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. And future. Hey guys, it's Dream of Fatigue. And so much more. So join the guys every week on Running the Ropes, right here on the SNS Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to show you how being a Wrestling News Live family member and diehard listener can change your everyday look on life. Example, here's the brand new commercial from Subway. Hi, Samantha. Hi, Todd. Do you want to be my boyfriend? <laughs> sure. Great. Give me your melt. My melt? Yeah. I'm your girlfriend now. Uh, I don't think this is working out. Now let's replay that commercial and show you what Todd would have said to her had he been a member of the Wrestling News Live family. Hi, Samantha. Hi, Todd. Do you want to be my boyfriend? <laughs> sure. Great. Give me your melt. M my melt? Yeah. I'm your girlfriend now. Shit, bitch. Who the hell you think you are? Give me my sandwich back. Bitch, please. Better be willing to give me some of that pussy before you get some of my sandwich. Shit. Ladies and gentlemen, this is just another example of how becoming a member of the Wrestling News Live family helps you live a better life. And now back to the open book on the SNS Radio Network. Open book, guys. You're back with us, with myself, and with, of course, Ashley. Um, something we do want to uh, go ahead and jump into before we do a complete run through of everything in the show. I do want to do a quick momentary tribute to three people this week. Uh, I know that I tried to stop doing this, but Definitely want to get this done because three amazing people passed away this week, unfortunately. And uh, definitely want to throw these names out. Uh, the first one, of course, is Tony Scott, uh, who was the director of Top Gun, I believe. Was he not, Ashley? Yeah, Top Gun, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Days of Thunder, and his most recent thing was Unstoppable. Plus, rumor was he was working with Tom Cruise on Top Gun 2. I'm um, going through the IMDb thing right now, and actually he was a producer on uh, Prometheus also, which is pretty cool. Uh, well, he was considering his brother's Ridley. Yeah. Uh, he was also being producer on Prometheus 2. Uh, he was producer on the Labyrinth TV miniseries, which is apparently in post-production right now. Uh, it's definitely one of those things. Sucks a lot. Uh, Jerry Nelson also passed away. Uh, I believe Brassley told me he passed away this week also. 
If you don't know who Jerry Nelson is, he was the Counts in Sesame Street. I mean, I'm looking through the IMDb. There's just so much that he voiced. So, I mean, definitely one of those things. I grew up with. I grew up listening to this guy. So, it sucks a lot to know that someone from my my childhood did pass away. I'm glad to see that he lived a very full life, though. And I also want to give a momentary tribute to Phyllis Diller, one of the most funny females out there. I uh, definitely uh, listened to her a lot growing up. She uh, was in A Bug's Life, a kid's movie, actually, which is kind of funny. But Phyllis Diller, very hilarious uh, lady. Definitely want to give a momentary tribute to her. So please bear with us. We will definitely do a moment of silence for Phyllis Diller, Jerry Nelson, and Tony Scott. And thank you for that, guys. I uh, definitely try not to do these too many times, but some stuff's definitely. When, when you see somebody you recognize from your childhood or from that you've listened to for a long time, you definitely want to give them the momentary silence that they deserve. And our thoughts and prayers of the open book, definitely the SNS Radio Network, go out to the families, loved ones of all three of these, and everyone else. Uh, definitely am going to miss Phyllis Diller, Jerry Nelson, and Tony Scott. Um, with that, let's jump into a little bit happier stories. Uh, Ashley, go ahead and with your uh, your stories for entertainment this week. You know, pretty... Uh action heavy with these first one superhero wise we've got oh, this is going to be a bitch of a name to say Adewale Akinoye Aabe he's been in plenty of stuff I think he was in Unstoppable which was the last film that Tony Scott directed and also I think he was in The Bourne Identity and various other things he has been signed up to play not one but two people in 4-2 coming up his character originally is going to be algrim the strong who is on the side of malekith who is the baddie christopher eccleston's character but he is betrayed by malekith and gets treated by the asgardians and by the looks of it turns good and turns into curse so they are trying to keep with the plot threads of the comic book which is nice to see as well so good that they're staying true they're filming i think in the next month or so with that also comic book wise jim carrey is apparently being considered for the role of the colonel in kick-ass 2 we know it's filming I believe early next year for a 2013 release i'm guessing more towards the holiday season but that would be interesting because the last time we see the last time we saw Jim Carrey in a big out and out comic book thing was as the Riddler, arguably in Batman Forever. And that, although being kind of campy, was actually a decent role for him. So we'll have to see what goes with that. And also, the guy that brought you Super and Sliver looks like he's. In the, after doing Super, it looks like he's going to be doing something else hero-related. James Gunn apparently is being approached to direct the Guardians of the Galaxy film, which I think is 2014, second film behind Captain America 2 for Marvel, before Avengers comes out in 2015. 
which it looks promising for Marvel and because technically I think Kickass is Marvel. I'm not sure. I, I don't think it is, but certainly the comic books that I've seen, or certainly Mark Miller is Marvel based, so I'm not entirely sure on that. But looking forward to those films anyway. One film that I also I saw this week, The Expendables Two, but I'll probably give a fuller review on it next week or whatever. It might, you know, I might even want to put it in a open book spoilers if we want to do that in a few weeks. I don't know, but apparently, some producers thinking, why are we having so many male Expendables? Why don't we have a female Expendables? So it's from the same producers that did. The Grey, which was the Liam Neeson film with all the wolves that came out last year, and also Machine Gun Preacher, which is a nice little film from a couple of years back. Apparently, the producers of that are trying to get pretty much every female action star that you can think of. Uma Thurman, Lucy Liu, uh, Linda Hamilton from The Terminators, Bridget Nielsen... Pretty much every major woman heroine from action movies is being offered it a la Expendables 1 and 2. So whether that comes to anything, not sure. And finally, confirmation this week that the Jack Ryan trilogy is on. Chris Pine will be taking the jack ryan role i believe the first one is going to be called jack ryan and then the second one is nothing presumed or something like that and then the third film is still yet to be decided also confirmed to be in it is kieran knightley i guess as the woman in distress kind of role which is weird because that's nearly all she does apart from that and costume things just saying and kevin costner looks to be in it as well possibly as the James L. Jones like superior figure in it, which I'm not. How have you seen any of the Jack Ryan films, Sean? Well, I'm not entirely sure which. Uh, okay, we got who, who does Jack Ryan? Well, the uh, first who's... one was the first one was Alec Baldwin in The Hunt for Red October. Okay, so it's a uh, it's a Tom Clancy. Yeah, character. it's Clancy. Yeah. Uh, then yes, I want to say I did. I saw one, um, which was, uh, oh man, it was. Some of all fears. Yes. The one with Ben Affleck and Morgan Freeman. Affleck, yeah. What what other movies has have we had? Well, we had the Alec Baldwin Hunt for Red October. Then we had Clear and Present Danger in Patriot Games with Harrison Ford in the role. And then clear uh, some of all fears. There's been nothing since, but by the looks of it, this trilogy of films that they are working on is going to be a reboot of the entire thing. Okay, that's pretty interesting. But yeah, I've uh, the only one I've seen is uh, some of all fears. Yeah, uh, I, I know of Tom Clancy. Uh, of course, I work in a library. He's a very popular author, but I never knew that. Uh, I mean, I, I don't take that back. I knew Jack Ryan was one of his characters, but I also thought it was the character of somebody else. So, mm. of course, the big thing about the the first one, Hunt for Red October, is Sean Connery playing a Russian that had a Scottish accent. 
Nothing wrong with that. He was an undercover agent, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta love that. Oh, he, he naturalized himself in Scotland. That's why he's got the accent. Oh, that's your cover story, producers, is it? Mm. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's all for me. That's all you got? Um, mm-hmm. I was I was sifting through Yahoo just a few minutes ago because I, I saw a story that I definitely want to talk about for a minute. And it's interesting. They have the first look at Chloe Grace Moretz as Carrie. Oh. Um, the picture alone is a freaked up picture, but there's three other pictures that go along with it. And the, uh, the top one is just the scariest picture I've ever seen in my life, uh, is Sissy Spacek covered in blood. Yeah. The original scene, the the pale face, just looking to her right. It looks like it is, it is flipped out. Scary. Um, Two more pictures was uh, Julianne Moore uh, as Carrie's religious zealot mother, Margaret White. And then, who's that one? I don't know who that was. The original religious zealot mother. There was a picture next to her. I I guess that's who it is, is the other one. They basically Uh, tried to do a comparison shot from then to today. And it's, even though it's, something you've already seen the chloe grace one is still as striking as the original one was i guess i need to go i don't even know if i want to watch the original i mean just this one picture is sissy spacek and that looking like that i don't even know if i want to watch that the original one is the original one is out there it's certain it's a classic but it's certainly you know if you like paranormal activity don't watch this because it's scarier than that. <laughs> Piece of shit. Sorry. I I I have utter contempt for that fucking series because each one is exactly like the other one. Well, they make their money based off the shock, not the uh, not the continuous heart. Um, I say that, but they've made they've decided decided to make a wreck free in Spain as well. Okay. Uh, funny thing, it, since we're talking about Marvel a little bit, uh, Lizzie Kaplan has apparently joked a little bit about possibly being She-Hulk, which is interesting. What? Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because uh, apparently she's in Item Forty Seven, which will be a special in the Avengers Blu-ray. Yeah. But uh, she apparently joked with somebody saying about uh, the possibility of redoing another spot in a Marvel movie and She-Hulk happened to be one that was spoken about. So, it's, uh... Yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, it's a funny funny moment. Uh, One thing I do want to talk about, uh... Have you ever heard of Freddie Wong? Freddie Wong? Yes. The name rings a bell. He should. It should. Because Freddie Wong is basically one of the greatest YouTube uh, creators out there. Uh, Freddie Wong does some of the best special effects videos that a major production could do. But he's not a major production. He basically gets paid by YouTube and that's it. Well, Freddie Wong created a blockbuster 
without having a major studio back him. He basically had his own studio. He created a studio called Rocket Jump, which is a uh, website that uh, himself and uh, another person, uh, where's the name, uh, Brandon Lash, uh, basically started. Uh, they created a, a movie, pretty much, called Video Game High School. Now, if you have not seen this, you should definitely take a, take a seat, go to Rocket Jump, and watch this. It is absolutely a very good series. Uh, it's basically, let me see if I can find it. Uh, the film is about a world where nerds and their video games have replaced jocks and sports at the top of the social pyramid. So, I mean, it's definitely uh, really, definitely different than what's out there today. Freddie Wong, I mean, he basically made a comment saying that uh, the money that he got from YouTube definitely could not fund uh, Video Game High School. He had to go out, get supporters, get stuff like this. But if you, like I said, if you have not seen Freddie Wong's videos, take a look. It did a video uh, called uh, EA Break-In, which basically made the, uh, they, they went through, they got, they hooked up with EA and basically did a leak kind of of basically breaking in and leaking out the Medal of Honor bonus thing is the Battlefield 4 beta. So it's one of those things that's really cool. They do a lot of great stuff. They use uh, a lot of great physics. They show the way how uh, – great special effects, excuse me. They show the way how to do some of this stuff in the behind-the-scenes videos. So go take a look at them. Freddie Wong uh, – he has more than 3.2 million subscribers. Wow! So it's definitely uh, worth it to go become one of those one of the subscribers. So I uh, definitely want to leave you with that. I don't think there's any other stories that I uh, I could find. Oh wait, there is one thing I did want to mention. I should have I should have brought this up in the video game segment, and I didn't. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops, uh, the Facebook page has updated with a picture, so to speak. Uh, the, the website, the, the Facebook page, is operated by Treyarch, and they posted a picture. It's basically a door frame with blood on it, saying something is coming. Now, what could this mean? Well, pretty much coming from Treyarch with Black Ops, it means one thing. Zombies. Uh, they haven't really spoken about the zombies in Call of Duty Black Ops 2 yet, so we could see uh, them announcing something come soon, because it, it is supposed to be coming out fairly soon, November, right around the corner. Definitely looking at uh, what they've got for that. It's either zombies or it's a weird tie-in with Carrie. <laughs> I hope it's not. I just... <laughs> I want zombies. I don't care about anything else. Uh, so with that, we will go and open up the phone lines for a few minutes. We do have a few minutes left. Uh, Ashley, how can they get in contact with us? You can call in two ways. You can get on the phone and call 501-588-7957. That's 501-588-7957. Or you can call us via Skype by adding Sunday Night Showdown to your friend list or whatever and or get in or if you're already a friend just press the call button so there you go definitely give us a uh, 
give us a call right quick so we can definitely hear from you. We'll probably take one or two phone calls, possibly just one. Depends on if we get somebody here in the next moment or so. Uh, definitely have to find out. Something interesting I do want to – I don't usually talk about this stuff, but Lance Armstrong. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Lance Armstrong. He um, – yeah. Apparently, he said he was going to stop fighting the dope charges and just take it. So yeah. he's losing every single one of his Tour de France well, titles. Well, the U.S. are pulling it away from him. The interesting thing is the Cycling Federation, the UCI, were supporting him. And they have yet to decide whether they're going to agree with America's anti-doping people. Because they believe... He did it clean, and it's just the Americans trying to put every name that they can and scrub it through the brush because they've done it with baseball. They've done it with athletics. Hell, why not do it with cycling next? Also, it doesn't help with the fact over here in the UK that you've had the first ever British winner of the Tour de France, and then he goes and wins Olympic gold a week later. And then everybody, a few weeks after that, after the Olympics finished, is talking about drugs in uh, in cycling, plus the fact that if they do have to, if he does strip the titles, then they have to go to all the other seven and declare new winners for them. The yeah. sad thing is, the people that finished second or third in those races those years also have failed drugs tests. <laughs> so pretty much, if I'd have entered 15 years ago, I could have won. Yeah, and something else uh, I don't like, I don't really talk about, uh, but while we're waiting for a phone call, if we get one... Come on, call in, guys. UFC 151. Yes. Has UFC been does exist. That's right. It has been cancelled. And the funny thing is, John Bone Jones has basically been trashed by every single fan of UFC right now for cancelling or not taking a fight. For not taking a fight against I believe the name is uh, I don't even know how to say it against Sonnen. I'll just say his last name. Yeah, Chael Sonnen. Chael, Chael okay. Sonnen, I think. Sonnen, yeah. I, I, I was wondering. Uh, yeah, he was supposed to. He, he uh, Chael Sonnen had basically said, "Yeah, I'll fight him, no problem." Jones is like, "No, I don't want to fight him. Are you being crazy? No." So, go ahead. Did you see what Sonnen did? He posted up on it was Twitter or his website, apparently a personal message that he got from Jones saying, look, I had to turn down the fight because I know you would have beaten me and I'd have had to give you the title. Oh, by the way, thanks for your autobiography. It's giving me good lessons. Signed, John Bones Jones. <laughs> the master of the promo in UFC, Chael Sonnen. <laughs> I'm kind of wondering what's going to happen here. I'm 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 really surprised that uh, Dana White didn't just say, you know what, you're going to fight him anyway. I don't care. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering what's I'm going to happen. I'm kind of for the other guys on that card. Yeah, they're not going to get a paycheck basically due to this. So ev it's every single UFC is now going to be confusing because you're going to have UFC 150 and then the next event is UFC 152. <laughs> then in folklore, everybody's going to go, Where's your FC 151? 
Yeah. I think uh, I think somebody wants to say something here. So what do you got to say, sir? Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, that's a shame for you then. Um, <laughs> about the UFC fight, Jones wasn't going to fight anybody. It didn't matter if it was Sonnen or Machida. It didn't matter. He wasn't going to do it on eight days. So it had nothing to do with Sonnen. But you've heard about the aftermath since then, I'm sure. Uh, enlighten me. Okay, well, they finally decided that the fight was going to happen on the 22nd between Jones and Machida. Machida's now backed out, and the new opponent is Vitor Belfort. Hmm. And that changes cards left and right. Belfort was supposed to do the next Brazil show. He's now doing UFC 152. Um, the ma- one of the matches from the first is moving to the twenty second. Two other matches are moving to October. It's a mess. That's what it sounds like. So I don't, because I heard I heard the conference call with Dana White yesterday. I don't blame him for being pissed, but Jones ha- Jones slightly has a point. He suppose he bills himself as the best pound for pound champion there is. Yet he won't take a fight on eight days' notice. So his own hype destroys his credibility, but in reality, he does have a point. He mm. does have a point. I, I will give that, but if you're going to call yourself the best champion ever or one of the best champions out there, take the fight. Show you're the champion. Oh, I agree. I agree with you 100%. It's just it, it's getting blown out of proportion, and the beautiful thing is the way that it's getting blown out of proportion is the best marketing Jones and UFC could ever hope for. That's, so. that's interesting. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for definitely enlightening us with that. Yes. Uh, I will now go shut up. Bye. Well, no reason to shut up. We're going to, uh, since we got no phone calls, we'll definitely go the ahead. best call-ins ever. Yes. The own producer calls in. Yes. <laughs> Our best phone call ever. One of the things as well with UFC that recently is the amount of injuries they seem to be having and the amount of fights that... Because wasn't it 150 or 149 where the main event changed five times? Yeah, there something was something like one, that. There was one pay-per-view, that, where there, no, one event where they did have a lot of changes. Um, I d- we'll say this. We got a phone call on the line. We'll, this will be the only phone call for uh, for the night. So... Uh, Four zero three. Who are you, and what's up? I'm the Canadian Barbarian. What's up, man? Uh, first time I'm calling this show. I just want to say, uh, I I just want to say I'm looking forward to day thirteen, like you guys are. Did you hear about the the uh, ring improvements? Uh, yeah. Well, go ahead. I I actually haven't. What's uh What's the ring improvements? Uh, uh what I've heard. Oh no, go oh. ahead, Chris. I'll let you do it. <laughs> what I heard from, uh, like, I, I, I got a whole bunch of sources, like a guy, I won't mention the sources, but there are a whole bunch of YouTube channels I listen to, and they all do W13, and apparently uh, you'll be able to uh, change the uh, ring, ring, um, the, the, whole, the uh, crowd, you'll change the crowd, you'll be able to make it indoor, outdoor arenas, you'll be able to change the, uh, the, uh, um, the ramp, it's really cool stuff I've been hearing. Yeah. 
That's the big thing. It's not just create an arena as in ringside now. You can adjust the crowd. And the big feature now they're calling it is pretty much create a stage. So if you want to put the SmackDown fist back up, you can in your own personal arena. They've basically taken all the features from all the classic arenas of the past 10, 15 years, and you can add them in. Well, see, the question I do have now is if they did that, can we have an empty arena match? I mean, is that a possibility now? Or are they just basically screwing us over by having us have people? I'm not sure with that. I don't know whether the... I haven't seen a screen or any kind of images where there's, like, turn the crowd off. That's that's one thing. Hey, THQ, if you're listening, and I hope you are... (laughs) Make us, give us the ability to have an empty arena match. Not the ability to go outside and fight in the chairs. I don't care about that. Give us an empty arena. Give us that. Come on. Well, you never know. It could feature due to the significance of everything that happened before WrestleMania 15 with Mankind getting the title. That's true. We could see that. I'm not sure. I definitely want to see more. And did you guys hear about uh, what I'm, I'm hoping that the, the next two announcements that come out will be the King of the Ring or the King of the Ring tournament and the uh, Creative Belt. I'm so hoping for those. Creative Belt's been a uh, been a rumor for a while. Uh, I don't think I don't want to say I don't think, but I really don't think we're going to see that this year. Uh, possibly next year if THQ can stay afloat. Uh, as far as the King of the Ring, though, uh, tournaments have been a big placeholder in the whole whole thing. I definitely could see uh, King of the Ring in. I really hope that uh, we do have Create a Belt and we do have the King of the Ring tournaments because uh, I have some plans uh, for this year. I can definitely say that much. Well, if, you, uh, look at the, if you look in the website, they have a lot of uh, under the uh, creative feature. It says and more under the, all the creative stuff. So who knows, right? You well, they always, more. yeah, they always do that. They always put and more just to screw us over and make us make the people like us who had the radio shows who are talking about their products want to talk more about it. Basically, see what's going on. So it's just one of those things. Ashley, you were about to say something. Uh, you probably have a new feature. Get your belt made by the bloke from American Chopper as well. <laughs> <laughs> And just the final, this final thing, so everybody knows, uh, the servers are working like SVRR, and uh, I worked, I was on this morning, and they were just working great. I couldn't believe it. Hmm. I'll have to, uh, the, the times of course, when you go. on PlayStation, I don't know what it's like for Xbox, so. Yeah. I'll have to try it out, because I definitely have been uh, needing to get on and download with some stuff. It's probably times and everything. There's going to be peak times when the servers are at max use, which, Actually, to be honest... A, like, go ahead. When I would try it, it was like it's 10 o'clock in the morning, which is pretty hard. It was just pretty rare for me. Okay, that, that's disturbing if it's 10 in the morning. and Wow. Apparently, people, yeah. when they go to work, they just play on WWE 12. Yeah, do you, do you need that fire reported? No, sorry, I'm 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 beating CM Punk's ass. Well, I'll let you guys go. You have a good you uh, have a good sleep, uh, Sean, and uh, 
hope you guys are enjoying your cause. And then he just, so you guys have a good night. Have a good one. Thanks for calling in, man. Thanks, Chris. Um, with that, uh, we got a few minutes, so we'll definitely get here, get ready to carry to finish this up. Uh, Ashley, anything you want to say before we uh, close it out? Nothing off the top of my head, just that you can catch all the shows right here on the SNS network. Like, uh, every week you can hear Wrestling News Live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can catch TNA Chat Live every week on Thursday at 10.30 Eastern. And you can catch the Open Book Live every Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern. And Sunday Night Showdown, when they uh, when we have a pay-per-view weekend, we have WWE, we have... JJ, uh, Harmony, Shark, Trey, and we also have, uh, when Teen Aid does it, we have Bronx and Trey, who are doing, I mean, they did a great job last week on SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to, I definitely hope that JJ enjoyed his time off, and uh, like I said before, uh, on his personal, I do want to give him, his family, my thoughts and prayers uh, during their hard times right now. Uh, what shows do we have? I didn't mean to derail the show like that. Yeah, no what, show, what shows do we have on uh, podcast? Uh, Podcast-wise, we've got the whole indie show with myself and Randy. We've got Beyond the Bell with Sean Beckerman. We've got the Elite Force podcast, the midweek with Chuck W, and the weekend with Walkie and Mindwipe, and Running the Ropes with Crelly and Maverick. So that's all the shows you have on the network. Uh, if you're not listening to any of these shows, uh, you really have a problem because I mean we got a lot of great shows on the network. You've got a lot of uh, you've got a lot of good shows basically to check out no matter what. I uh, definitely want to uh, applaud everyone on the network for their, their work this year so far. Uh, it's been a great year. I definitely cannot wait to see what we have coming up. We've got a lot still coming, and we got JJ's show. He, he's got he's basically working on, and uh, it's going to debut probably within the next couple months. Can't wait to hear That'll that. Be more wait. entertaining than Saturday Night Live. Oh, Lord. oh uh, it will be. Saturday Night Live is rubbish. With that, we are going to prepare to log off here. Actually, anything you do want to say? Um. Props to everybody for getting second on four down. Yeah, props to everyone for getting second. I do want to give that up. Um, but let's try a little harder next year, next season, guys. Come on. Let's get number one. I want number one. I am pushing you people for number one. Okay. Uh, with that, actually is done. Uh, I do want to say I've been playing the new uh, Super Mario Brothers on the 3DS, and it's pretty awesome. If you get a chance, go play it. Uh, beat Sleeping Dogs. Amazing game. Uh, pick it up, buy it, play it, enjoy it. It's a great game. Demo out now. Demo is out now. So if you get the chance, try it on the demo. But a demo does not give it justice. I will give you that. Uh, tomorrow, I will probably sit down and play some Darksiders 2. I will be playing uh, Transformers Fall of Cybertron here soon. So definitely... Uh, I'll definitely have a, something to talk about next week. Uh, next week, we are also going to talk some Doctor Who. And next week, I didn't tell you about this, actually, but next week, we will also give our favorite, our five favorite video game movies. 
and our worst five movies for video games. Oh wow! So they should be uh, should be an interesting couple list. Uh, we will do definitely do that next week. Um, at the same time, next week we want to we hear from you guys. What's your favorite five, or what's your favorite video game movie, and what are your not so favorite movies? I will say that because I, I do want to bring this up because Resident Evil, uh, the new Resident Evil film, is coming out pretty soon, and I am looking forward to it. I don't. I know people. A lot of people are kind of like, really. But I am definitely looking forward to it due to the fact that uh, Michelle Rodriguez is back in it. Did they make a video game movie based on Tetris? Uh, I think they did. No. <laughs> so uh, definitely we'll see you guys next week and our song of the night. It's Lady Gaga's Bad Wait. No, it's not. It is definitely Bad Romance by Lady Gaga, but it is not Lady Gaga singing it. It is a cover done by one of my favorite uh, bands, Hellstorm. And before we jump into that, I do want to give uh, a reason why you guys are hearing some of this music you're hearing. It's due to the fact that a lot of the Song of the Nights I choose, and my style is a lot more different than a lot of the guys in the network. I choose songs that I feel great songs they're giving people a lot of chances to hear stuff and i choose a lot of the uh, songs you hear throughout the shows ashley does have inputs i do allow him the chance to choose some stuff uh, keyword I, is allow <laughs> i do i do basically cast down some of his stuff uh, it's not because i don't want to hear your songs actually it's basically because i feel this might be a better placement I think there's one song that we may be able to agree on at some point, though, next week, given what we're talking about next week. I, I just wanted to make that comment here and here now because uh, somebody asked me the other day why I chose the music I do, and it's because I feel that it's just interesting stuff. Uh, it's stuff that's good for that area of the show. So we'll definitely leave it with that. Check it out. Bad Romance cover by Hellstorm. Check it out and enjoy. See you guys next week. I want your ugly, I want your disease. I want your everything as long as it's free. I want your love. Touch of your hand. I want your leather studded kiss in the sand. I want your love. Love, love, love. I want your love. You know that I want you. And you know that I need you. I want it bad. A bad romance. I want your love and I want your revenge. You and me could write a bad romance. I want your love and all your love is you and me 
Je t'en amour, 